Welcome to the Eclectic Collection Podcast. Today is episode 35 and guest. Let's have a chat about events, shall we? So first of all, I have been in the entertainment business for 25 years. I've owned TNT Sound Productions in Southeast Delco for 25 years. I was in radio for a while. I totally have always been around all things entertainment. From soup to nuts, I've done it all. Videography, catering, photography, photo booth stuff, limos, you name it, whatnot. We've done it, had a hand in it, and I've been doing it for a long time. So it doesn't matter if it was a prom or a dance or a wedding or any kind of baptism or whatnot. We've been involved in it, birthday parties and everything else. And I've seen all sorts of different companies, vendors, styles, types, etc. So I'm not coming from a place of a random person that's just attended events. I'm coming from a place of 25 years of at least uh, two, three times a week doing things like this, prepping for these events, pricing them out, et cetera. So I'd like to think I know what I'm talking about after all that. So give me some street cred. And here's where I'm at. The invitation process, although I've been involved in it and less so than everything else, because obviously I'm no artist, but I can can hook you up with one. And um, you have to be invited to something. So when you're invited to that something, whatever it may be, and people lean on weddings a lot, but it could be anything, you know, and these days people use social media to invite, which I'm still kind of sketchy with because sometimes people say they're going to go, they don't, or they don't answer it. And it's this really weird fusion right now of old school and tech because you have uh, a lot of generations that are really specific to what they do. So there's paper there's Facebook, there's Evite, you might just have word of mouth, people text, etc. So despite the venue or the way that you are invited, you get invited. That's step one. So wherever you're going, you get invited. And it bugs me, and it really always has, not only as the token single person, but also just watching this unfold with events and being a coordinator so often. And people will ask, and I tell them, if you're going to invite anybody, to an event and that person means something to you enough so that you wanted them to go to the event whatever it is and whatever that relationship is to you it was important enough that you wanted them there then that person should be also important enough to you to have a companion at said event and I already hear you talking about money so just give me a second When people are married or with a significant other that they're going to marry or they've been with forever, they just get assumed, if you will, and you know what happens when we assume, they just assume that the spouse or the significant other that's always been will always be and therefore they have their built-in buddy, if you will. And I'm not saying that other person's bad or you don't like them or whatnot, but they're already assumed that they're going to be there. But if you have a single person that is invited to whatever, why would you therefore just invite that person when they really deserve to have another person there as company, whether it is a neighbor or a person they're dating or not, if they are, maybe they're not, or a random friend or family member or somebody, whatever, just another person for them to talk to, have company with? What if they don't know all the other people? Because I've been that person at the table. Now, I'm super social and outgoing, so I can make a friend anywhere. According to my sister, I can walk into a room with 50 strangers and come out with 48 friends. 
But boy, those other two people really hate me. But we'll talk about that in another episode. However, um, I'm outgoing. If you're not, that's like your nightmare. Sitting at a table of, you know, 10 top, nine of them you don't know, and you're by yourself. What are you supposed to do? Play solitaire? So it's difficult. And the more formal the event, I find that the more difficult it is. And if it's a cocktail party situation where you're kind of milling around and you're not really seated at a sit down, that can be nightmarish because you're just standing in the background and and you're alone for most the time. I mean, you could, yes, get your moment to say hello to the host or, or the couple or whatever it is if it's a wedding. But the reality is you're not going to get a lot of FaceTime with that person, especially if it's a large group. And if you're in a really small group and you're by yourself, then you're really relying on that person that you do know. So it's kind of a dead end situation. Now, again, money. Okay, let's talk about money. So I get it. Everything's up. Everything's expensive. And it's never going to go back down. Everything's just inflate. That's the way stuff goes. So I'm not saying it's not a financial consideration and it's not awful. I wish everything could be free that you wanted to do, but it's not the way the world works. So either shave your list and plan for that contingency or maybe don't admit that person. Now, I'm not saying cut off an important person that you absolutely want there, but if it's a single individual, um, and you know, you have to think about this on outside the box too. It might not just be a young single friend. It could be a widow. Um, it could be, you know, a, a neighbor or an older person, uh, and they might need a ride there. They might need to be cared for. It could be a person that is disabled um, and needs an assistant or a nurse or, or whatnot. So I try to always think outside the box, I guess, because my whole situation in life, I, I know so many people with different uh, uniquenesses, if you will, that I'm always um, sensitive to it. Plus, I've always been in entertainment. So I think about the size of the room. Is it handicap accessible? Is that chair going to hold that person? Is that table going to accommodate 10 or 12 guests? Or are they going to be like sardines? Is that food, you know, warm enough, hot enough? What about vegans? What about people that are gluten-free? What about lactose intolerance? What about, you know, if somebody is an alcoholic or has a problem, did they get the sparkling cider instead of the actual toast? Is there going to be a ramp for somebody that might be in a wheelchair? Can we put a high chair for a baby, you know, whatever. So this is stuff that runs through my mind all the time because I'm looking for comfort and quality. But if you're not in the game, you don't always think like that. A lot of people have a bad habit of thinking how they are or the way they are. And not everybody is attached to somebody. Not everybody's able-bodied. Not everybody's the same age. Not everybody's the same way and certainly not personality. And I'm always acutely aware of people that are not like me because like I said, I'm totally ex uh, eccentrically nuts and uh, I own that and I'm completely external. I'm a very, very big extrovert. And if you're not comfortable uh, talking to people or making new friends or if that terrifies you, you don't wanna not go for your friend, but it shouldn't be an anxiety attack to go. Um, I laugh because when I had my first book launch, I invited like, I don't know, 300 people when I wrote Seven Dreams. And I was thinking for me, it's just something I wanted to do. Feel free to go to Amazon, buy your copy today. It's great. I think you'll love it. Um, it's, you know, crazy me. It's like I'm talking to you in your head. But that aside, when I did my, my first book launch, I had probably two something, 200 something people show up. And, you know, my, my sister's very quiet. And I had a line. People wanted me to sign their books, which I was 
very honored to do and, and pretty humbled. And I never moved for five hours from a chair. I didn't eat that night. I think I drank two bottles of water. And all I remember was that, wow, I'm so lucky to have great friends and family. And I was so proud of myself for doing something that I just wanted to do. It was just a thing I always wanted to write. They say 90% of Americans have novels they never wrote. I don't know if that's true, but I was certainly one of them for a long time. And I thought, you know what, I'm doing this. So I did it, I published it, go me. And I never moved. So I heard there was a party and I heard it was pretty cool, but I couldn't tell you much about it. Well, the irony was everybody that couldn't get to me went to go find my mother and my sister uh, first, don't ask me why, mom, she'll talk to anybody. My sister, not so much. She's pretty quiet. So here's this keep to herself kind of hide in the corner person getting completely marauded by tons of individuals that she didn't really know, uh, probably would have rather not spoken to. And I just, I laugh about that every time I think because it was not her scene. And yes, my family was there. So she had, I'll say company, but when everybody's busy, you're kind of left alone. Um, my other sister would definitely go talk to people. My niece would talk to people, probably not want to, but would. But everybody's different, you know. And my brother, rest his soul, unfortunately, he would have been quiet too, but he wasn't around because he had passed. And my dad was that way. He was super quiet, uh, you know, and, and he uh, would have gone for the most remote corner and not said anything to anybody. So I'm always very intimately aware of people that aren't, really happy about going to a social situation in the first place, much less alone. Like, cause anything be more terrifying. Um, so I just think if you're going to invite anybody to anything, I don't care if it's a party at your house, a formal deal, a wedding, a birthday, whatever, backyard barbecue, you should really think about everybody going and make sure that person is comfortable. It's just about having a good time. And if they're not going to have a good time, rethink the list you know especially if it's something uh small and intimate like at your house like i said backyard barbecue or something you definitely have things that they would want to eat and drink you know i'm not saying it's not about you and don't make the event about you but have things that they would partake in if you know they have some sort of uh you know allergy or whatnot don't serve that thing or serve other things just make sure they have a choice um it's just it's just terrible and i see it so much but the end guest thing makes me crazy. I just can't see when people don't have a plus one, why that's such a big deal. Again, cost, I guess, is probably the, the number one cutoff. But sometimes it's just because they don't think about it. I've seen spare no expenses events where people are like, oh, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, he's not dating anybody. Oh, well, she doesn't have a boyfriend, so that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have to be that they're with that person. Like I said, it could be a neighbor, a driver, a caretaker, a friend, someone you don't know. And it's funny, uh, funny, strange, not necessarily haha, if you think about high school reunions and work stuff. Because for some reason, I think it's, like I said, think outside the box. I feel like with work stuff and high school reunions, it's so specific a crowd a lot of people who are attached won't bring their significant other or their spouse or whatever because they're like, oh, we're going to talk shop, honey. Don't come. It's not for you. You don't want to hear all our baloney at work, which makes sense. And they just, they get out of that mindset. So a bunch of single people, whether they're single or not, a bunch of individuals from a collective show up, like my Star Trek Borg reference there, resistance is futile. 
you know you got it. Anyhow, um, a lot of individuals from a collective get together and celebrate or talk about whatever, good, bad, or ugly, from that workplace or from that uh, genre. Same thing with high school. A lot of people don't bring their spouses. Some do, or oh, they just got married. But for the most part, you can bring a guest. But if they didn't go to that school and they weren't part of that class, what story are you telling? They weren't there. You didn't get it. And there's nothing worse than having to sit through a bunch of things that you just weren't in the situation. It's not funny to you. It means nothing. Maybe you heard about it or you want the origin story, but you really got to be committed and interested and dedicated for that. So I just find it ironic that people will do that and go alone together, but alone. And that makes sense. But then translate that into a social event that could be as significant as a wedding. And you want this poor person to you know, show up, be there for you, potentially hand you a large gift and sit there alone in solitude, miserable with no one to talk to. And it's not necessarily that everybody's capable or wants to make a friend while having a cocktail and a shrimp or whatnot. So I'm just throwing that out there. Anyhow, please think about it outside the box. If nothing else, I hope to bring that uh, level of third party perspective to you from years in the entertainment business. And this um, just came about because tis the season and we're going to start seeing all that stuff uh, come back with uh, spring is generally a time when you start seeing more and more invitations. And I think especially this year, to be sure. So if you like my rant today and you enjoy uh, sharing in my random thoughts, like I said, becoming a collector, as I mentioned uh, last episode. And like I said, check out Seven Dreams. And we also have a YouTube channel going, Mysterious Morsels. I'm just plugging all sorts of things today. So um, like us and subscribe. I would appreciate it. And of always, I thank you for uh, listening and being there. And uh, hopefully we can bring you some fun content, put a smile on your face for at least a little while. So if you did like anything that you heard today, then check us out on EclecticCollectionPodcast.com or, of course, tune in on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.